uh, just recently in this format where we sit down and we go through some through some, through some things. It's been a bit of a obviously we had Christmas and we had New Year. It's been pretty hectic, and then we had some COVID go through the team, uh, and then we were planning our trip down to the wave pool, which is what tonight's live is all about, or today's live is all about, depends upon whereabouts you are watching. And we're going to go through our experience. So it was a good weekend, wasn't it? I can't remember last. <laughs> I can't remember when last I actually surfed that much and had so much fun. It, like, it was an epic weekend. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely bonkers. Uh, let me just. I'm just putting the comments across. Uh, so we did. So we went down on the Friday. I was. I was doing a, a gig in Melbourne on the Friday, so I didn't surf on the Friday. But you did two sessions on the Friday. And oh, you didn't surf Friday night, eh? No, I didn't. Ah, I was. Right. I was busy ent entertaining an audience uh, yep. while you were. Entertaining yourself in the wave pool, and hey from us, hey how you doing, Art? We're uh, guitaring there in your in, in, in your thumbnail. So um, so we didn't you surfed on Friday, did two yep. sessions on the Friday, and the Saturday was like the first of the big days that we that we had announced that we were going to do, and yeah. loads of the Ombi crew and stuff came down, members of the community. There was eight of the Ombi team there. Uh, unfortunately, Luke is over in the UK, so Luke couldn't couldn't make it. Uh, but that just means that when Luke gets here, we'll have to do another trip. Uh, you did, I think it was five or six sessions on the first day. I did uh, two on Friday, six on Saturday, five on Sunday, and two, two on the Monday. On Monday, which was yeah. absolutely it was a mammoth. It was it was bonkers. Uh, everybody was broken by the end of it, but we learned a lot. You surfed. Every single setting now. So now, whenever we do any of these lives, we know ex we know exactly uh, what we're talking about. You know what what's possible on the waves, and so we're going to break. We're going to go down through it to through our experiences. We're going to share with you the different wave settings, what what we found with each one of them. Because <laughs> I'm tight. We're going to also share with you what our challenges were, what our biggest takeaways were. And if any of you have got any questions about the wave pool, then fire them through. Now, this is going to be the first video we're going to be on for about an hour, an, an hour tonight, talking about the wave pool. <laughs> we could have this conversation, I would say, pretty much for an entire day. So we're going to do an hour yeah, now. There's so much to cover. Yeah. We're going to do lots of smaller videos as well. <laughs> oh, Excuse me. We're going to do lots of uh, smaller videos. There's 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 a really cool video which I'm really excited to do, where where we're looking at the. The, the bottom and, and first top turn. And we've got me and Clay both surfing exactly the same wave on exactly the same style of board. And you can see huge differences between myself and also Clay. So that's going to be a video that's coming out soon. You also got me to coach some people from the wall. And so yeah. we, we've got a bit of that footage of, of, of the coaching that, that I did with uh, with the wonderful Michelle. So that, that, that'll be coming up. Ah, oh, okay, turn it up, poor volume. Hang on a second. Lisa P, thank you very much. Let me know if that is any better uh, with the with the volume now. Should be should be better there. And so, and I'll also go up a little bit more here and here. It sounded fine in my headphones beforehand. Uh, Lisa, can you just tell us if that is uh, a better volume? So let's, as I say, there's, there's been lots of content coming out. So keep your keep your eyes peeled for for more stuff. We're going to do lots of little short. Segments we'll probably pre-record some of these things. We'll do some more lives, all based around the wave pool because wave pools. Corin, uh, Corin, is that thumbs up to the fact that the volume is right now? I just want to make sure that, that I got the volume right. That's fine. Graham is saying that's fine. Excellent. Thank you very much, Graham. So, 
we've got an iPad, we've got some footage. We've got hours and hours and hours of footage. I've gone in really quickly, grabbed a few bits and pieces, one sort of one or two things from each one of the settings, which we are now going to go through. Uh, and there'll be lots more footage coming out over the over the coming weeks. So, before we get into it, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Um, so, you told me that you had a gig prior to going down, and us, you actually bought me a, a ticket to go surf the wave pool. Yep. So, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go down with you and I'll surf with you. I wasn't overly excited to go. Number one, I thought the water was going to be too cold. Of which it was like 23 degrees. It was really, really yeah, we're nice. In we're in boardies. Um, so that wasn't an issue. That was fantastic. Yeah. Loved that part of it. But I also, I had surfed some wave pools before and they were relatively weak. So when I saw the waves, I thought, oh, it's going to be kind of weak. Then I saw the barrel and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to really like constrict myself just to try to finish this mm. little barrel. And I told you, don't even book me a barrel session. Like, I do yeah. not want to even try to bend my old man knees and try to pull into a barrel. So I'm over it. I'll go surf. I'll have some fun. Just see what happens. Yeah. Got down there. <laughs> it's like a kid in a candy shop. I surfed the most out of everyone. Yeah. I think everyone else surfed maybe 12 sessions. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was... It was 12, I think it's 12, 12 sessions for everybody else. I think I did, I, I did either 12 or 13. I had to miss out on a couple because of a little incident, which yes. we'll tell you about. Yeah, so Ant missed out. I picked up on his. I used his. Whoever missed out, I was just like, I'll take that barrel session and give it to me. And I was just, yeah. by the end of it, I was almost comatose. I could not like even walk <laughs> back to the room and put my key in that door. I was just like, oh, I'm dead. But had the most fun. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. And there was so much... The, to take away from from the wave pool and everything that happened while we were down there, so let's let's start straight out. Hang, hang, hang on a minute, somebody somebody that somebody had a bit of a win here. Let's just celebrate a win first of all. Troy uh, from New Zealand landed first air today. <laughs> nice work. Well done, Troy. Got to tell us how you did it. it talking actually about uh, about stuff today. Just before we get into today's content, we were watching uh, the WSL today. Oh, how was the uh, heat for Slater? Oh, there was the, 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 the excitement in this in this in, the, in this office was absolutely next level. Yeah. And with Slater, ten seconds to go, suddenly pops on that that last little wave. Got so deep. And that last <sighs> John John heat was so tight with the rookie Brazilian. It was mm. insane. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, we, 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 we're not uh, having a lag. We're, uh, we're, I'm just looking at the comments. To see if there's, yeah. there's a lot of comments there. I'm not going to bring them up because I really want to get into the Let's content this, this, this evening. So let's bring up the iPad. So we're going to start off with the cruiser session. Yeah. So the cruiser session. Now, I'm going to be honest here and yeah. say... You didn't surf a cruiser session. I didn't did surf a cruiser session. And when we booked Clay on the cruiser session... You laughed at me. I did. I saw everybody sort of lined up on the grass having their safety briefing beforehand. All of them had... All of them had their. I nearly spat. All of them had their their big like soft tops, high volume boards, or their mouths. Everyone had like yeah, like eight nine foot soft yeah. tops or mouths and stuff like that. And I was the only one with the five foot six little quad. Clay turns up with, with the shortest board, and I, I, I honestly, so I I walked down the side of the wall, watched Clay paddle out, watched all these other people on all these high volume boards, and. I honestly, I was filming the first one, and I'm glad I didn't go live because I'd have made a real twat of myself. Because I said, "I oh, watched watch Clay not even catch this," and 
you caught a wave that I thought was going to be really weak, and you just started turning and turning and turning. And I was like, no way. Like, you were on the shortest board, the lowest volume, and you rode that thing so all the way here's in. Here's the funny thing. I, I, the day before, I'd ridden some of the bigger waves, which, which had a bit more power. And um, I thought, okay, well, on the small, smaller wave setting, yeah. I'll just ride my small wave groveler that I'd normally surf at um, on the Goldie. So I took a 5.6 with a wider tail and a quad. That, that's really great at generating speed. And the wider tail makes it a bit more stable. So when I caught the wave, generating speed wasn't a problem. It was, it was really, really easy. And surprisingly enough, the smaller the wave is in the wave pool, it's a lot more predictable. In other words, you're able to kind of see how it's breaking, where it's running. You're almost able to um, match the, the cadence of the wave <coughs> in terms of when the bottom sucks up and the lip throws. It, it moves to a more mellow beat, like boom, 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 boom. So I was able to kind of get my flow right and, and get that feeling right. And I actually think that almost everyone should go and ride the cruiser wave first. It's not what you want to hear, but if you want to get your, your timing right and your technique right, yeah. that it's the cruiser wave, there's no stress whatsoever. It's almost like if you got down to your local beach break and you saw these little waves running, you would froth to go and surf them because you take out your small wave board or your 20 or something like that, and you can get four or five turns on the wave. Yeah. And you would have the best surf going home with a smile on your face. So for me, that's, that's what the, the cruiser wave represented. Yeah. Now, just very quickly, Corin is asking, what is a cruiser session equivalent to over here? So, uh, so we obviously surfed Urban Surf. They call it the cruiser session. It would be that first, the, the, the lowest setting that they have that is not the, the learn to surf setting. So whatever that very, very, very first setting is, after the sort of play in the bays where you're just riding the foam. Well, should we get a, a wave up and kind yeah, of yeah. just... Um, so we'll actually show you the wave. You can have more or less of an idea. And so let me bring the iPad back so on. Who, so we're, we're going to play it. Who is this? I don't, I've, got, I've got no idea. This is just, I just grabbed one. Okay, so, so this is a random guy. Yeah. So you can see it's sort of, it's, it's small. Oh, do you want to do some coaching on that or not? Let's, let's talk All about right. the wave settings, first of all. All right. Can, can I ask? Can I st yeah. Okay, here comes Clay. The, the coach in me just, I, I start cringing. Right, I, wanna, I need to go back. Sorry. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I ended up helping. No, no, but so, so what, what I really want you to see here is, is a difference in how all these people use the wave and then how you use the wave. Okay, so first of all, if you look at the, the energy or the power in the wave, it's almost it changes color over here because it's 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 a little bit more steeper and there's a there's a hell of a lot more suck and if you look at this person he's almost paddling away from the energy so you almost want to especially in a smaller wave you kind of want to paddle that way where the wave's going to give you more lift so if you have a look at the guy paddling in he's really scratching for that wave and the reason why he's scratching so hard is that the wave's not picking him up mm -hmm. so he's having to Put in the extra effort. Yeah, just very quickly, anybody who's not urban surf and surfing a different wave pool, so the one in the UK, the wave, uh, apparently that's intermediate. So it'd be round about this sort of intermediate setting. Now, urban surf does have an intermediate as well. Okay. Thanks, Alex. So if I had to ask you to look at where, where is this person looking? 
way down the line. Okay, so, so he's got eyes for what's happening down there, which is the future. Yep. But in the present moment, he should be feeling what's happening around there because that's what's in his strike radius. So even though this guy is on a, uh, a small wave, there's anxiety and there's tension. And I think that is probably the biggest underlying issue with the surfers that I saw who are at the wave pool mm. is the amount of anxiety and the amount of tension that everyone is is feeling in the water. Yeah. Now, this comes out in different ways. Like tension might be someone scratching for a wave or the, the, their body's stiff or that they'll, they'll bail their board or that they've got no peripheral vision. Like there's all these underlying aspects around tension. So this guy with his tension, he's going into flight mode. So if you have a look, so he's he already paddled in and missed the pocket. Now he's almost raced out into the flats. And at this part of the wave, you can't generate any speed. No. So the, the typical intermediate surfer, I would say that they're in flight mode. Yep. In other words, they, they're just running from stuff. Yeah. They don't know why, they're just doing it. Um, and unfortunately, as nice as this little wave is, this chap has not even looked at it. He doesn't, he can't even appreciate how fun that wave is, yeah. what he's doing on it. Okay, so we'll watch the rest and we'll go to the lady next. Oh, see the pat the cat? Yep. All right, check this. Come on, let's get more speed. And he just pats the cat over there and he pats again and wave runs away without yeah. him. Okay, now let's watch the lady on the next setting. So <laughs> notice the same line. Now, why do you think it is that these surfers are taking the same line? What do you think the cause of that is? I think the cause of it is that, obviously, you've got a big wall running down the side there. So you're worried about hitting the wall. And this is one of the things that you do hear a lot at the wave pool is the donk of the boards hitting hitting that, that wall as people wipe out. A donk, a donk. But I think people are trying to get away from the wall. And also, that sort of, that beginner, into like lower intermediate surfer, that's the sort of lines that they take. So they just want to see how far they can get on a wave. That happens so much with intermediate, the, 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 those lower intermediate surfers. Um, and I was really guilty of this for ages. It's just like, oh, how far can I go on this wave? And you end up going out to where there is no more power. Interesting. So what I'm seeing... <laughs> I'm is, assuming that you disagree with me. <laughs> no, it's just that there is no understanding of, let's call it water or hydrodynamics and how the water's moving. Yeah. So... Um, they almost look like if, if they were snowboarders, they're just going down the mountain. They don't, they don't realize that the water's sucking up, throwing down, sucking up, throwing down, and that you've got to kind of start learning how to flow and move with it. Yeah. Okay? All they have is eyes for the end of the line or the end of the wave, and they, they probably just want to make it. So because of where they're looking, that's where they head. And you'll see, yeah, there's, a, there's the pat the cat again. Come on, pat the cat. And there's the next little pat the cat section. So... They, unfortunately, these, these surfers don't know how to kind of compress and extend. Your brother's on. Hey, hey, Shane. They look for the safety part uh, of the wave that makes them comfortable. There is no challenge. Yes. Okay. So they are surfing. Just, just very quickly, let me give your brother a big shout out here. So everyone, um, if, if you're on, make sure you check out uh, Shane Nienabar on, on, um, on Instagram. The photographs he takes are absolutely phenomenal. He came down, shot loads of photographs the whole weekend for us. He is... Probably 
one of the best surf photographers in Australia, if not in the world. So make sure you check out his Instagram profile. Uh, so, do you know what his Instagram handle is off the top of your head? Just look up uh, Shane Ninaba. Shane Ninaba Photography. Yeah. So check it out on Instagram. You'll see some awesome photographs. And some photographs off the weekend. Okay. So, in this intermediate setting, um, I want to show you something different. So, when I, when I paddle into the wave, notice that I'm glad. Like, okay, you can see me there. Look at how many strokes I take. I hardly even splashed the water. Do you see that? It was tiny. Like yep. Maybe I can zoom in a bit more. Right, so let's go back. So look, there's no strokes before that because you don't see any white water. So I literally go one, two. And I kind of call that the whole Oreo biscuit. Now I've, I glide in and you'll see I have one glance down the line, but then I look, okay, where's the bottom of the wave? So over there, I'm almost identifying where I need to go to drop into that wave. Zoom out of it a bit. So once I'm up to my feet, I relax, I soften my knees. I make myself light. Then I've got to slow down to kind of connect with the energy of the wave again. And then from the power zone, I can go up the wave, crack, back down to the bottom, up the wave, crack. Three. And that was just a little quick runner. But the other guys, the lady and the girl, they were racing, but yet surfing slower than me. Yeah. I was slowing down and staying in the pocket, but able to generate more speed. Mm. And my speed generation was by going up, down, following the flow of water. Whereas I feel the other guy's speed generation was bend my back, try pat the cat, maybe bounce the board. None of it was actually conducive to making me go up where I could then go down and get the speed that I was looking for. Yeah. And look, when I saw Clay surf the, the cruiser, I was, I was genuinely gobsmacked. Not that I didn't have faith in, in, in Clay doing it. I didn't think that that was possible on the cruiser wave. And it kind of made me think, I, I, maybe I should go and book a session on the, on the cruiser to see if I can do that. Because that's... Like the, for anybody who's intermediate to go and surf a cruiser session, like if you can surf the wave and do turns like that, on then you are really starting to understand the ocean. So there's a can huge I lesson. Show you something. Yeah. So they were both on big boards. The other guys. Yeah. I'm on a five foot six with twenty five liters volume. Right. I'm going to slow my. Just watch the end of the, watch the end of my ride. How is this possible? What am I doing here? It's just stacking. Yeah, I'm just standing. So the, the thing is, I, I am just standing the way I would normally stand. Yeah. Okay, so if you stand like that, you, if you stack your joints, your balance is going to be so much better. But every time you bent over to pat the cat, you actually make yourself heavier. So I do feel that a lot of people that are learning how to surf, they, they don't yet have the fundamentals down. So a lot of um, people should go back, learn how to move in the weaker waves. It yeah. will really teach them the right fundamentals. And the good thing is about the weaker wave is it gives you a lot of time. There's no stress because of the size. There's no anxiety. You just need to learn how to flow yeah. and how to actually tap into the energy of the wave. Mm. And if you tap the wave's energy, you'll find the speed. 
And that, that, that stacking, okay, that really only works so if you're still in whereabouts there is some power to, 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 to give you the push. But you see so many people that are, that are out away from the power, power source and then they start flapping. Flap, <laughs> flapping the board up and down to try and generate speed. And we saw a lot of that when we were down at the wave pool. So before we go into intermediate, so cruiser setting, who's the cruiser setting good for? Okay, so anybody with a pop-up issue, anybody who struggles to catch waves, um, I would almost say if you stand on board and you're in freeze mode where you don't know how to move, you're just trying to balance, um, this setting will be so much fun. And then once you're, once you're up on the wave, you're going to find, okay, um, how do I move? And it's, it's a really great setting to almost just look and point. Like wherever you want to go, look at the phone, point your hands. Yeah. Look down the line, point your hands. And you want to start getting your hand-eye coordination working. Once you can start going across the wave, you almost want to start learning how to do the waltz on the wave, which is compress, extend, compress, extend. Or it's similar to being on a trampoline. You want to go, every time you go up on a trampoline, it's like if you go up on a wave, you're going to get speed on the down. Yeah. So you do need to learn that basic pumping, which is compress, extend, going up and down the wave. From there on, um, I feel that you need to start learning how to do the basic turning, which is almost like turn to the left, turn to the right. Um, and from there, if you're comfortable with that and you're feeling like you want to do something a bit more radical, you could possibly downsize your equipment and go one level up. Yeah. So, so, uh, so a question here, because obviously you surfed a really short board. Most of the people there had long boards. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan here, for example, I've got a nine-foot performance long board. Any tips for surfing the cruiser session at the wave pool? Yeah, Ryan, you're going to have to really fade your turns. Um, it, it's, it's great for learning how to walk. You can do cutbacks. You've got so much space. You just need to learn how to um, create space to do the turns. So um, uh, other than saying that, I don't know what you're struggling with. If you're a bit more specific, I could probably help you there. Yeah. Now, there was also a setting of cruiser. So there's cruiser and there's also cruiser turns, which is obviously just designed to be more... For forgiving, more yeah. time to turn. We were lucky enough that we got to sit down with, with James from Urban Surf and, and have a really good conversation with him about the different wave settings. And it, we, we, was it the cruiser and, in, and the intermediate? They've actually created those waves to be quite predictable so, yeah. that, so that people know what they're getting each time they go in there. Now, I thought that all the waves wouldn't be predictable, but once you start to get to that, that, that advanced and the expert, they do change ever so slightly apparently there's always so, like things are far off well i've got slightly. my theory on that and the, the smaller it is it's almost like the less water moving around or the more the park can handle the massive water moving around but the bigger the wave gets um and especially if it's not pushing a lot of it that water's got to go somewhere so it starts getting this current and then if there's too much water coming back out that water kind of almost goes across into the wave and starts creating a bit of a like a, a side wave. And all of that can lead to the waves being a lot less predictable. So in other words, your first, say, three or four waves are really good. Yeah. And then there might be a bit of a side wobble, a bit of a bounce. Yeah. And 
by the time wave number 11 comes, it's going to be not as good as wave, the, the first couple of waves. Yeah, I did actually notice there was a bit of a fight. Well, not, not necessarily a fight, but there was a bit of a sort of people trying to be strategic to make sure that they got that first wave of the set. Wave three. <laughs> I love the third wave. Oh, the, the third one. one? Yeah. Okay, there you it's go. It's better, a little hot tip. So for me, the first wave was always a little bit um, fuller and fatter because there was more water you know, on the first wave. Yeah. The second wave was a little bit lackluster. It was, it was almost um, like the first one moved too much water. Yeah. But wave three, four, five, six, I found those ones were the bombs. Yeah. And then after that, there was almost like um, uh, like turbulence from all those waves, like a, like a ricochet or whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah. yeah. So one thing with the wave pool, if, if, if you've never surfed uh, a wave pool before, Simon also agrees with you. But just... just just very quickly, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to Simon here. If any of you are down in Melbourne and you want to surf Urban Surf, um, hook, hook yourself up with Simon. He's, uh, he's really in the know down there, knows a good lot of community, so you could, you could easily meet up and go out and have a really good... It's really good with friends to just go out to the wave pool. So make and sure you hit up Simon. I uh, surfed the, um, the, the tube setting with Simon, and he's got it dialed. So um, I really do think Simon spends a lot of time in the pool, and he'd be a great person just to sit next to you. Now, yeah. the reason why I say sit next to you, there's so many people in the wave pool with anxiety and this nervous energy. It can rub off on you and it can rub you the wrong way and make you nervous. Yeah. If you sit next to someone who's calm and relaxed, that can rub off on you. And then as soon as you relax, you can actually start feeling the wave more and start reading and understanding the wave that you're riding. Yeah. Oh, I, I, was, I, I, know I was in mid-flow then, I suddenly cut myself off. If you haven't surfed a wave pool before, and I've surfed the one in the UK and also the one here in Melbourne, there's there's this initial pulse that comes through. So if you've never surfed a wave pool before and you find yourself first in line, don't go for that initial pulse. It's just like a bit coming through. The the one after that is the first is the first wave. So just a, a little bit of info there. So that is cruiser sessions done, and we're already half an hour into this. So let's uh, we want to kind of get get into this a bit more. So let's go for we're on slow mo intermediate. So let's show you what the intermediate wave looks like. As you can see, it's a little bit faster, a little bit bigger. Wow, a lot happening there. Oh, got his hands right. It is so fun. Look at it. It's just wave after wave after wave. It's so good. There will be uh, an ombi person. Take it off in a moment. I don't know who. I don't know who the omnipotent can, can is. Can I pause that quick for the omnipotent comes? Yep. Okay. So exactly where I paused it, and the problem that that I see with intermediate surfers is that they're all in flight mode. So what I mean by that is they stand up and they just go fast. Whoa! Now, also a lot of these guys who are intermediate surfers are going to have extra high volume. And it's probably because the guys in the know will probably outsmart them in terms of where they sit and how they read the ocean. Yeah. Okay. So by having higher volume, someone with less water knowledge or less skill might have a fighting chance to actually catch a wave. Yeah. So I often feel that the less, the less of a surf IQ you have in terms of ocean knowledge, you almost want to make up for ocean knowledge by volume. Okay, so the problem with the volume and riding flat, wide, short boards is that they almost go too fast. So if I scroll back, uh, am I going the wrong way? Going yeah? the way? All right, let's just scroll back because I'm 
Oopsie. Okay, so I think this was the first guy, right? Yep. So he takes off oh on no, his... Second. Okay, second guy. So the first guy, he takes off. First thing he does, he flies out onto the shoulder. Yep. Okay, let's look at the line that he takes. Okay, so he goes, whoop, mid-face. Do you know why? That's his comfort zone. Yeah. Okay. And then when he's in his comfort zone and he's going, yeah, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay, I'm not so nervous, he tries to just manufacture a mid-face turn. Yep. So he's carrying on down the line and whoop, there's the mid-face turn. Yeah. And it does not look impressive. It just like, you're like, uh, not sure what's going on there. Mm -hmm. And then he gets so excited, he just starts to almost start thrusting everything. So probably over pushes there, over pushes there. And he's doing, look at the incremental adjustment. So he's going first half turn, second quarter turn, quarter turn, maybe a little one eighth turn, one sixteenth turn and a nose dive. Yeah. So look at how much that guy did, but his board did like virtually zero. Okay. Okay. So basically he's in flat mode and then he's overturning and over moving. Yeah. So let's look at that person there again. Took off when mid face. Uh, this, this one here. Yeah, so it takes off, doesn't go to the bottom, goes diagonal, mid face, whap, and then tries to and over pushes on the turn and spends the rest of the wave trying to almost like recover. Then goes into, the hands are already nice and quiet, but he goes straight back into flat mode again, surfs himself out of the pocket, a lot of movement. Okay, and through all that movement, how much was he actually getting done? So that person set himself off the wave. Okay, this guy out of the pocket. Next guy at the back, surfing out of the pocket, mid-face. All right, are we seeing a pattern here with the intermediate surfer? Yeah. Okay, so can you see that the intermediate surfer... Samana Mando doesn't know how to surf an intermediate... Oh, hang on, hang on a minute. Who's this, who's this cheeky person? That was insane. Now, now, look at okay. the lines. He takes off, he goes down. Wow, the first change. Okay, then he goes up. So he's starting to use the entire wave face. Then he cuts back in the power zone all the way to the oh, phone. Wow. Great first little roundhouse cutback. And you'll notice it sets him up for the next turn. And that sets him up for the next turn. No, no, no pressure here, Clay, but we've just seen that guy there. Oh, no, he's ripping bags out of it. I actually think, oh. if I heard correctly from one of the guys, that he might be the, one of the, um, the coffee guys, the barrister, who, who works at the restaurant or something like that. I don't know. Is that the same dude or not? No, 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 no. Okay. Look, that being said, okay. I mean, look, you're, you're up next. Is that me? All right. No, no, that's not you. No, no, I'm behind. Okay, so you're behind, hang on, let's take, just take talk about the, about the wave usage then. Okay. Now, had all of these people have gone to the, the, the smaller setting and actually learned how to tag the foam, tag the foam, go up the wave, down the wave, tag the foam, when they then leveled up to riding a better wave, I feel that they would have better utilize the wave that they had. So it, it's kind of sad, you've got a bunch of intermediate people 
rushing to the end of the wave and wasting a lot of waves and, and creating some kind of an anxiety uh, okay. and stuff. That's Ollie. He works there. Yeah, okay. So, Steve, yeah, Ollie actually rips. Um, he's so relaxed and he, and he he flows through the turns using the entire wave face. And ideally, I would like to see more people falling off by trying to do what Ollie's doing. And the, the best place to do that is in the cruiser session or the intermediate session. Mm. Because um, you've just got more time to play with it. Yeah. So, so interestingly here, so I'm, I'm just going to play Clay's play surf in this wave. <laughs> Corrin's, Corrin's, <laughs> Ant's concentration. I'm, I'm trying to look at the comments at the same time. I know, I've got a real bad concentration. You see some of the pictures of me surfing when I'm concentrating. <laughs> it looks, oh, it's not good. All right, so Ant, I'm going to ask you something. Or well, actually, I want to put this out to everyone. You can put in your feed. Okay, so get ready to fastest fingers first. Fastest fingers on the buzzers. Okay. How do you create speed? Okay, Any how, answers? How do you create speed? I want to see who's who, whoever comes in first in my feed. I'm going to put you up on the screen, and you're going to become famous for a moment. Come on. Tap. How do you create speed? Don't matter if you get the answer wrong. Just put in whatever the answer is. Short and sweet. How do you create speed? Go down the wave. Thank you, Graham. You are the winner. Okay. So please have a look at um, the lines. Oh, look at all the... Use the wave energy. Nose to the beach. Thank you, Matt. So, so nose to the beach. Straight down Use the, the wave, wave energy. Use the rails. Okay. So pump, no. That's almost the okay. last resort. Sorry, sorry, sorry uh, Daniela, but uh, you're the first one I saw that said pump. Um, okay. Daniela, I'd rather... Okay. If I asked you how do you create speed on a bicycle, yes, you can pedal, but I'd rather you just go down a wave. Adam. Outboard motor. Outboard motor. <laughs> Oh, right. no. oh, no. I don't know if you've seen the ad on Facebook, but those those fins that have got the motor in them. <laughs> All right, so check this out. If I take off and I go down the wave, there's my speed. I've got enough planing speed that I can turn. Um, I go up, I do a turn, I go down again, and the wave actually pushes me and sets me up. Bang. So if you have a look at my posture, I'm so much more relaxed because I'm not having to create the speed from myself. Whereas I'd, I'd say all the other intermediates, they're looking really, um, not uptight, but, but they tense, trying to create all that speed. And because a lot of them don't move really well, um, they're a bit uncoordinated. Sometimes they actually push too hard and they slide out and they're starting to make all these problems. Yeah. So how come are all the intermediates rushing and using their bodies and not using the wave? What is it? Well, a lack of knowledge, I would say. A, a lack of knowledge and also stress, excitement. The excitement of serving the wave and we yes, let's, let's go as far as we can. There's something, I, there's something that I want to bring up, though, about this intermediate wave. Okay, for it. So, Clay is on this board here, which... Ooh, so halfway point. halfway through the session, or not even halfway through, you you probably had about four or five waves, and I was stood on the wall, and Clay said to me, "Can you go and get me my other board?" And so I had to run back, and I, then I went to get Clay this board that he's riding now. Now I think there's a wave before that shows you riding the other board. Uh, there's a wave after showing you riding the other board. Can you? So both of both you and I. 
found this. So I took down a twin fin, or a twin pin, and I also took down a new high performance board, uh, exactly the same as the one that, that Clay's riding, but made for my height. And I took also down one of my old quads. I, I only surfed one board pretty much the entire time, apart from one session. Yep. Can you can you talk about? Yeah. That that whole thing of, okay, so of the board. This is this is going to go into another topic I, for, for another day, but I want to just, I just rode plant the seed. My small wave board that generates a lot of speed on the smaller oh. setting. Yeah. And it did it really well. But when I rode it on this setting, I got so much drive and so much speed that I couldn't turn in the pocket. It kept sending me out to the shoulder. Yeah. Now, a lot of the intermediates, because they don't know how to coordinate their bodies and they haven't trained that yeah. well, they don't know how to make speed. So they tend to ride boards that create a lot of speed. And that sends them mid-face and on the shoulder. So when I swapped and I got a board with a narrower nose, narrower tail, slightly narrower, that could turn better, I was then able to go nose to the beach and do more tighter figure eight turns. So, um, and the, okay, the type of, surfing that you do is almost dictated by the board that you ride. Now, if, if you don't know how to move your body and create speed, you're going to ride the board that does it for you. Yeah. But when you're on a good wave and you want to do those turns, the board won't allow it. Now, the problem with a lot of the intermediate surfers is they had the wrong board. So it's not going to allow them to advance their surfing. Yeah. Um, this, is th- this is huge. Now, this is the reason why when I first met you, I asked you to get off those short, wide, you used to ride like almost 21 inches wide, high volume, flat yeah. boards that created speed. And I was like, no, mate, get off that. And um, I had to kind of wean you off that. And I had to teach you how to find speed by utilizing the wave. We first did that through bodyboarding, um, body surfing. Um, I made you ride Finless. Uh, remember, do you remember I made you ride a six foot three, really narrow board? That, oh, the that toothpick. Would, it would not work on the shoulder. Oh, it would literally goodness. catch rail and you'd fall off. So you had to learn how to stay in the pocket yeah. to kind of keep the board afloat. I Otherwise, not, I was not ready for that one. Yeah, you rode that in Burley. You probably had some of the best and worst waves of your life yeah. on that board. You ran hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah. So um, where am I going with all of this? Let me, let me, let me bring, up, bring up Big for a second, just for this conversation. So and. Where are we going with all of this? Where else are we going with all of this? This comment here. Those boards I used to ride, I was shooting down the line. And so you asked me to switch the board so that you could have less speed on the wave so that you could stay in the power source. As Clay says, I used to ride those wide, short, low rocker boards so that I could generate loads of speed. Now, DJ Banana Bread here, DJ Banana Bread in the house, uh, going fast means you're ripping. And I used to think exactly the same thing, that feeling of going really fast. And don't forget, you've been told with speed you can do anything. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I have, that I would say that I've learned over the last few months is that I need to slow my surfing down. Whereas what I was, so where I used to stand up and go and I'd get loads of speed, I wouldn't be able to, I'd be only going so fast I couldn't turn. When we had that, that, that recent swell, I took out my, my mid-length, which has a swallowtail, and I was getting so much speed that I was taking off going down, and because it was a big swell, it was just pushing me straight out into the flats, and I was saying to Clay, well, how do I control my speed? And it was, I needed to ride a different board. And so we've been really focused on 
changing my boards. Now, for the wave pool trip, and I've, I'm going to put out a separate video purely about this, but we, you said to me, it's time for me to ride a high-performance board. And I said, well, let me just like, stay with the ones I've got for the minute. When, we came, when I snapped my board back just before Christmas, I said, okay, right, snap one, buy two. That's my new rule, by the way. I like so it. I decided that I would go for the high-performance board, and I kept it specifically for the wave pool. Now, the first, uh, first setting that I went on was advanced, advanced turns on the right, and I rode the brand-new board, and straight away, it was completely different. Straight nose to the beach, come up and be able to do a turn, make it sound like I was really amazing. It was, it was okay. Now, first surf out, the board hit, hit the wall at one point and snapped the nose, which then meant that I then had to ride my twin pin. So I rode the twin pin in the next session, and I suddenly realized that I had so much speed that I could not surf the wave at all. It was just sending me out into the flats. Now, luckily, we had Gabe with us who fixed the board that I'd broken. And for the rest of the time that I was there, I rode the board that helped me control the speed. And as you've always said, we need two boards. One to control. One to control speed. One to, one to generate speed. And surfing in the wave pool, high, if you're high volume, that low rocker kind of board, you're just going to get pushed out into the flats. I, there's no way that, that, I would have, that I would have been able to have taken the lines that I did had I rode the twin fin for the, the, the entire weekend because it was just make, it was making me have too much speed. And we've got a few examples of that a little bit later on. But the gold here is we've, we really need to become really aware of our equipment that we are riding and don't think that by buying a board that's going to help us generate speed means that we are ripping yeah we we for me it's it's this this whole trip to the wave pool was about was about changing the lines that i was taking and that was only possible by making sure that i had the, the right equipment to help me take those lines so slow me down so do you know what a funny story is when i was making boards um dane reynolds came to east africa to um surf the 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 billabong j bay contest yeah but before that there was the guns and 500 in durban so he flew into durban and he was sponsored by quicksilver so um, i was riding for quicksilver at the time and um the the team manager brought him around and said to me hey clay dane's boards got lost on the airlines they're not too sure when he's going to get his boards yeah. back can I make him a board? I was like, yeah, I'd love to. I'd ma I'll make him too. So Dane said to me, um, oh. <laughs> I want a board that turns. I don't want a board that's right fast. So I looked at Dane and in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? I don't know what he wants. Like, I, I can't answer this. So I, I made him what I thought was a good board. He came back, he... He had the board for like two, three days and broke all the fins out doing an air and gave it back and said, thanks very much. But the lesson that I learned from that, I've, I've only managed to figure that out like years later, that he wants a board that can slow him down so he can surf the pocket more. Which meant that back then, I was an intermediate mid-face racer, even though I was making boards for like some of the best CT surfers in the year, mm. I mean, in the world, I did not know what I was doing. I didn't know waves. So now that I do know it and I do understand it, I, I suppose this is what I'm trying to give to everyone else. Yeah, I'm going to see is, if... Is the knowledge. I'm going to see if the other wave is there. Whereabouts you're on the... I think, I think you're on the yellow board. Yeah, it would have been before. a yellow one. Oh, it's interesting. Go, go one wave back. Right. So 
look at the scar. So he's taken off. I, th I think you actually gave him some coaching. I did. He made the drop. He's comfortable. Now he's like, okay, I'm going to throw down some big turns. Check this out. It's like everyone's kung fu fighting. Okay, so in terms of coordinating the person's body, learning how to do turns, none of that. Oh, here we go. So this was, so these two clips around the wrong way. This was earlier on in the session. So I mean, this, this is my small way board that I felt was too fast. Like the tail was releasing. I'm surfing it very intermediate, not like, ugh, it's like whippy and. So oh, you, you still did well, but you can see that it is not this. I almost surfed it right to the wall. But, but you, you can see that it's not that that you're taking so on the... Because it was so fast, it doesn't want to break the line. It just wants to keep going straight. When I did want to break the line, it wanted to slide out. Yeah. So it needed to go at a slower speed in order to keep its, its flow going. Yeah. Yeah. So, so intermediate setting, because this is going to be just strap yourself in. Guys, we're going, to, we're going to try and do this in an hour. It's not going to be an hour. It's going to be a bit longer than that. All right, we've got 15 minutes. Let's smash it. Okay, we're not going to do it in the hour. Uh, in intermediate setting. Yes. Pros and cons of the intermediate okay. setting. And, who, and who sh what should people sort of look for if they're surfing intermediate? All right, the intermediate setting allows you to start to take your surfing to the advanced level. So what I mean by advanced, if I, if I draw on here and check this out, you could possibly drop in and start to do some figure eight. So for me, that is advanced surfing. Yep. This line here is your intermediate surfing where you kind of do this on a wave, okay? So that wave is good enough for you to do that. Um, it's a great wave to go and make mistakes on. It, it, it's non-consequential, you're not gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, you can learn how to do roundhouse cutbacks, rios. Um, it's, it's got a little bit of everything there yeah. for you. And it's such a fantastic practice wave. Yeah. The problem is, how many people did you see like falling off trying to do a turn? Like virtually none. How many people did you see racing to the end of the wave? Almost everyone. Yeah. So the mindset that people go out there with is wrong. But I think that's partly as well because the people are worried that if they fall off, they're going to mess up the wave for the person behind because it's literally wave after wave after wave after wave. You fall off, you're going to get in someone's way, fall off, everyone's looking at you, not only from the water, but also from the wall. Um, so there's, there's a lot of stress going on there. So people are going to play it safe. Okay, so if that's the... If, if you haven't yet figured your turns out, then go down to the intermediate. I mean, the, the cruiser setting and really refine your turns. Yeah. Like take off and nail the cutback, nail the cutback. Do 12 cutbacks in your hour, then go one session up, and all it's gonna be is a little bit more quicker, but you wanna do the same technique. Yep. That's all. So basically by, by going up a setting, it just means that you've got more speed. Yeah. Which means the turn should be easier to do. All you gotta do is basically guide the board through the turns. Yeah. So. Uh, now, all, all of the waves so far that we've shown you have been right. We did do lefts as well. Um, you didn't, so it, with, with the intermediate, you only surfed that on the right, and the cruiser, you only surfed on the right as well. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much the same. It's, it's, it's a mirror image either side. Some people say there's a slight difference in the rip and stuff. The whole like that. weekend got fully booked out, I think, yeah. especially when we announced that we were coming down. So there, there weren't many options left. So. Yeah. So advanced right. Now, with the advanced, so advanced has got advanced and advanced turns. Now, the advanced, it starts off with the turns style of wave. 
but halfway through it then turns into uh, to barrels. So if you go for the plain advanced session, it's turns first half, barrels second half. So what we're going to see here, and you're going to see that there's a difference in the wave. It's, it's, it's a bit bigger, it's a bit, bit more powerful. This is the, the sort of turns side of it. That's Corbin. Corbin, one of the Ombi crew, and Clayton behind. So you're going to see a lot of Ombi crew here, because I think most Damn. of us were in, in on this session. Oh, man, I want to go surf again. It looks fun. Someone there. Clay doing a little, little spinny spin. Knee oh, border right, in there. Pause it over there. So you'll notice that the wave's finished, but I try to get to the wall. So anywhere over here, there's a lot of water moving in, and it's, yeah. there's, there's a bit of a current. But as soon as you go to the wall, the current's going to suck you out to sea. So I just try to relax, get to the wall, and then the wall sucks you out. So I did not expend any energy paddling, um, especially because I had so many sessions. So I try to be as lazy as I can and get to the wall. It's the best way to paddle back out. Yeah, so, so just very quickly on that, because obviously with, uh, with this, this wave garden technology, it's in a sort of a, a, like, a, like a triangle. So you, you set up in the, the, the small bit, take off there, and then as you surf down. Now, if you fall off, what they ask you to do is they ask you to just catch the phone by the wall, go all the way in. The further you come in, the bigger the distance is for you to walk back across, and it's hard work on your legs walking across. I fell off a lot, so I found out that it's a long walk across the, uh, the, 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 that sort of apex there. So you want to try and step as far as you can back towards the rip because it just makes it so much easier because otherwise it just wears your legs out walking across because the current, when you stand up, so when you fall off and you stand up, you're, you're once again surfing, but you're surfing the floor. Your feet just get yeah, dragged along the floor. It's so powerful. So, um, where were you? I pushed play there. Someone's someone saying that you, it looks like, like your boards have got a lot of volume. Oh, so there's, there's Ant. Okay, hang on, hang on a second. Oh, this is when it goes up. <laughs> hang on, hang oh, on right. a second. Uh, it looks like someone's saying it looks like your boards have a lot of volume. Uh, 26 no. litres, so it hasn't got a lot. No, and I'm on about, so my boards run 31 litres ish. So my older boards are a bit, a bit more, a bit more volume. This one's thirty-one. I, I will say something that it, it does take a little bit of time to figure the waves out, and it's not like every wave's the same. Um, so I was coming off the bottom and then finding sometimes the wave went a bit flat. So I was trying to figure out in my head when do I cut back, when do I top turn. Um, so I, I was doing a lot of the maths. Um, so that might be what you're seeing. Okay, so this is me throwing myself under the bus. Got Lovely to. paddling. Look at the, the so, Oreo biscuit. So this is something. Up. This is something that we're, we're going to discuss later on. Is my is my paddling? One side was beauty, the other side was the beast. Check, but check this guy checking you out. <laughs> no pressure. So so this is the second half of the advanced session. This is the barrel section. So you, you end up taking off further forwards. You can see on the wall there. There's the there is. If I draw some circles, you got the. So you take at the start. You take off back there. If you're doing the normal um, advanced turns, then you start off there, then you move back to the other one. So the barrel uh, section, you take off a bit further forward. So I'll just some some knowledge here. Um, when we spoke to James, he says what happens is the pumps um, systematically kind of push water. So it's like push, 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 and it yeah. shoves its way down. But as it gets to the barrel sections, all of the pumps almost go simultaneously. So the whole wave just almost pushes at once, and that's kind of what gives you the barrel. Yeah, so, so we are going to get to this later on. Simon's just has just made a comment there. The best, the best paddling you'll ever see, three strokes, very relaxed. Now, on the right, on the right, 
my paddling, I've got that completely dialed in. I'm really happy with my paddling on the right. On the left-hand side, however, it's a completely different story. But anyway, let's play this. So this is the barrel section now. So it starts off, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, easy takeoff, and then it kind of barrels up and pitched and gets <laughs> clipped nearly nearly made it oh hang on advanced turns it's uh so yeah let me just go back here so yeah the the the, the takeoff on this is particularly easy it's, it's a smaller takeoff as well, so and then it just kind of sucks up there. If I could say something. This this little section that's about to throw, it almost feels like um, riding the Superbank or Burley or somewhere like that. It's got a lot of push. It's it's It doesn't look like it, but the amount of water sucking... Let me just draw something here. Yep. And the amount of water sucking up that way and the amount of throw coming over that way, it's really quite difficult to navigate because it, there's, there's a lot of water moving. And... I was pleasantly surprised. I probably, my first 12 waves, um, I think I made two. Yeah. And then I surfed the left, and I think I surfed another 12 waves, I think I made two. And then something clicked, and then after that, I think I'm, I surfed another 12 barrels, and I made yeah. like 10, and I only <laughs> fell off two. So it's, it's once you've done one, you kind of get a feel for it, and then it's, it's easy after that. What I'm going to say, as the intermediate surfer, if you think you're going to rock up out the wave pool and just get barrel after barrel, if <laughs> for me, I met the floor a lot. It was, it, that's, it was. That's really good technique, Ed. So this is this is the only barrel that I actually um, came out. Even though I got, I got clipped, I, I, if you take it from another angle, I kind of came out, uh, but I stood up a little bit too early and then and then got clipped and uh, and sent over. I really struggled with the that's with the barrels. That's deep. I just couldn't seem to get it. It's and it's you 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 get flipped around a lot. <laughs> so, but it was fun though. Like so much fun. So how tall am I? I am I'm I'm six one. First first thing in the morning, I'm six one. By the end of the day, I'm probably six foot. I shrink as the day goes on. So. After that, it was so, so 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 hang on a minute. So so advanced, so advanced has got two, two settings. Two settings. So you start off with turns, and then it goes into barrels. So really, really, really fun. I, as much as I kept on falling off on the barrels, I I, I had so much fun, uh, and I would highly recommend that to anybody that is in that intermediate. There's there's so much that you can practice on it. You can practice your turns. You can really practice your lines. Ooh. For me, it was it was it was it was so good. So much fun. When you go to the advanced turns, remind me to talk about the takeoff, please. Okay. Yeah. So then we go into advanced turns, which is, for me, that is my favourite setting. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't overly bothered about the barrels because I was really working on my lines and trying to go top to bottom a lot more. The advanced turns starts off with uh, an easier takeoff than halfway through. It changes again, and then you move. You, you take off a little bit further back, and the takeoff's a little bit steeper. The, the wave is designed for you to just be able to turn, just be able to turn, just be able to turn. And I, I, I loved it. Someone's asking how heavy I am. I am say how fat you are. <laughs> I am, I'm around about the sort of 89 kilogram mark. I work in kilograms. It's about, around about 89 kilograms. I'm surprised you didn't round that one off. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 90 kilograms. I'm 89. <laughs> Used to be 86, but with all the surfing, I put a bit of muscle on. Uh, so yeah, so this is advanced turns. 
on the right. So we'll just play a f we'll just go through a few waves so you can just sort of see. It is such a fun wave. Oh. This guy's going top to bottom really nicely. This is the best fun. Oh, hang on a minute. There's there's the takeoff that we're talking about. So I, I actually don't paddle at all. So the, the, the wave behind you'll see me suddenly come into play. So I do one, two, and then I'm into it. Nice, that was cool. A lot of tension in my arms, and then me pretending to try and get barreled. <laughs> <laughs> Having a good old time. But as you can see, it's just designed for you to do turn after turn after turn. And as I say, it's, it was my favourite setting out of all of the settings. If I was to go back down to the wave pool, that's the wave that I would that I would continue to surf, so I can really work on my lines. Yeah, really, really is fun. What, what did you think of it? So you, you wanted me to remind you of something. Yeah, so um, it, it's kind of hard to see on the angle here. Um, I'd, I'd almost need to have one where I can see the bottom of the wave. Do we have any of that or not? Uh, no, no. Not. This is the only footage I've managed to dig out this quick. All right. Oh, that's, is that Simon? Yeah, that's Simon. That's oh, Simon, Simon, who is on, who... Simon Ashford? Yeah. Yep, it'd be great. This Simon Ashford... Yes. So this so. this person about to take off now is this Simon Ashford. Simon, we're throwing okay. you under the uh, the bus here, but I don't think we are throwing you under the bus because I think you did pretty well on this so one. So I found, okay, let me zoom in here. So see this guy lying down, and there's a couple guys lying down over there. I found that when the waves came in and, and they lay down, I really had a hard time um, because it's not like a swell that travels for the sea and you, you can kind of get your timing right. So I felt, I felt uneasy when that wave came to me when I was lying down because I'd, I'd almost want to turn and paddle, but then I, I can't see it. Yeah. So I found by sitting up, especially when the wave came, I wanted to be sitting when I went over the, the previous wave. Then I'd spin and I'd turn towards the wall. Yeah. And you can actually see where the wave's starting to suck. So I'd mm. look down and as soon as I saw where the wave's sucking from, Right against the wall, there's, like, there's, there's, there's almost like a bowl next to the wall that's a little bit more steeper. If you went straight down over there, you sometimes land a bit flat and your board sometimes gets stuck. Yeah. Now, I almost found that there were three takeoff scenarios on those waves. So the one where you almost have to airdrop down it. Yep. Then there's almost like a little cross rib. If you take off on that um, cross rib, you can almost go down at an angle and it's a lot more gradual or you could take off at a at a angle across the wave and maybe go for a cutback yeah so depending on the turn that i wanted to do i had three options into my wave now i only sort of discovered that near the end of the trip when i started to relax and actually pay a, a lot more attention to what the wave is doing as i was paddling in and when i did that it i actually started to get the timing right on the wave and i, I really felt that my surfing started to improve um, just by reading the bottom of the wave better. Yeah, and just just so just with that with the takeoff because th I think that was one of the biggest challenges a lot of people were facing, and also one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people were making was that they were that they would they paddle into position, and then they would just lay and just start paddling without even knowing what was going on behind them. Well, they just go, it's your turn, and they just start paddling, <coughs> and they they don't know when the waves going to lift, when it's going to pick them up. So it it. it it creates anxiety. Yeah, and it's the last thing that you want to do on that wave. Now, when that, that when that when that wave is about to, to start, it does do this big drawback, and you feel yourself getting sucked back up into the apex. 
But if you, you almost use that and you feel it, don't you? And you feel yeah. it lift you. And as you feel it lift you, that's when you then just do like the one or the two or the, just the double hand glide. Sometimes you can even just do a frog kick uh, leg. And as Simon's just put here, the Oreo is everything. So the Oreo is obviously one of the, one of the Ombi techniques of, of how to catch waves effortlessly. To the point where I was first up in, 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 in one of the sessions and I was sat waiting for the wave the machine kicked in, that first pulse came through, and then the next wave was, was, was about to come, and the guy next to me said, are you gonna go? I said, yeah. He said, were you gonna paddle? I was like, no, I'm not gonna paddle. <laughs> and he almost decided to paddle because he didn't think I was actually gonna take the wave, and I just sat, waited, turned towards the wall, and bobbed like a cork, and then, and then took off. And, I mean, the, the thing is, is that's only come from all of the training, the, that you've given me in that ability to take off that. That's that. probably me shouting at you, slow down, don't you dare paddle ant. That easily. In the water, it can actually play against me because people often think that I'm not going for the wave and then they'll, they'll paddle and drop in on me because I, I'm waiting so, so long. But if you are going to the wave pool, that draw that, that you get, so when you're set in position, that, that draw that you get, feel into it and use that to allow yourself to Oreo and then, and then take off. So I want to show you this. Okay, so this is Simon, um, and he's got a great takeoff, by the way. So check us out. So notice he's not a lot of splashing. So look at the hands. He's not flicking a lot. There's a massive glide. There's the Oreo biscuit happening. And he's up to his feet, which is really nice. Um, the other thing that he does really well is he raises his hands up nice and high, which makes him a bit lighter on his feet. Um, whoops, he sprang his mate over there. <laughs> so the, the best thing to do is if you are going to spray your mate, don't look at him. You kind of want to hear it. You want to hear it going like, <laughs> you don't want to watch him being sprayed because you're actually going to lose some speed and cut your turn. Oh, short. sorry. Hang on. Everyone's saying, yeah, sorry. Oh. Just go back. Just go back to okay. him taking off. Sorry. Thanks guys for, uh, okay. So if you have a look at the paddling, you, you can't even see him paddling. See, it's like one arm. But there's a very big Oreo biscuit and a very big, like a long glide, which is epic. Um, as he took off, there was a person in the way giving him like a double hands up over there. And Simon goes, have a shower. Shh. The problem with that, Simon, you tend to push really hard on your back foot, you're going to lose a bit of speed. And especially if you look at him, it's going to cut your turn short. You would have been better off looking back that way. And you almost want to hear him being sprayed, like um, nice bit of flow, again the hands are up, look at the coffee cup there, really really good control, good balance. I'm hoping that, that you can all see the video now, I'm still getting some comments coming through saying you can't see the video, but bye. Oh look at this, nice little coffee cup, uh, sorry I've forgotten this guy's name, I feel so bad. So he's one of the Yombi um, insiders and look at the coffee cup pass, that was insane, did you see that? He, he had so much fun all weekend. Look at this. <laughs> he, was, like, he was exhausted by the end of it. He did so many sessions. Look at the flow on the turn. It's, it's literally that easy, guys. You just got to pass a freaking cup of coffee. It's, when you get it, it's so much fun. Um, That's very much chin down. Chin down there. A chin down no, we're not, we're, So we're, 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 we're going to go. Okay, let's talk here. about stress. Look at the scar. Look at him kicking. Look at the splash he's making, as opposed to Simon, who had no splashing. All right? So, like, anxiety, anxiety look at how much, 
Look at the hands wheel spinning. See how much water and how much froth, chin down, chin down. So at this point, there's no peripheral vision. He can't see the bottom of the wave. The board's in the way. It's yeah. impossible to see the bottom, okay? When he does finally lift up, okay, the wave hasn't pushed the board because there was no warrior, but it's got nothing to push. Um, oh, he's finally looked down, and there he goes. Bang. Unlucky. All right. Were there anything else that you wanted to, want to cover here, Ant? Well, yeah, we haven't finished yet. Oh, we've still got... So, so that was advanced turns. Uh, yeah, so that was advanced turns. Advanced turns, as I say, is my favourite favorite session out of all of them. You just have so much fun on it. You're not going to get barreled. Then we have expert. Oh, th this, this is... Expert, which is basically barrels. It's just barrels. The, the barrels and barrels and barrels. The takeoff is easy. And if you've never been barreled before and it's something that you want to do, I, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. The reason being, it does get the adrenaline going. I mean, it's not a big barrel, but um, it, it does the trick. Like, it's, it's fairly complicated. And when you make one, it's, it's like you've just... Wouldn't know. It's like you're on top of Mount Everest. It's, it's really, really, really fun. So, expert. The expert session. Can I push play while you talk? Yeah, you can push play. This was one which I felt that I was probably out of my depth. Well, not out of my depth. It was ridiculously shallow. But this was the one which I really struggled with. Uh, I think there's about 10 waves in the set. Nine of those uh, I caught, and about eight of those I ended up getting thrown Simon straight, again. straight over the 40. Oh, yeah, Simon. We're going to go in here. Hey! But this session, it, it, was, it was fun, but it got to the point where I was getting fed up with not making any of the barrels there's, I, I, I need to work on my barrel riding. Um, the basic, okay, so for the setting, it's going to sound crazy, but the less you do... <laughs> hang on a minute, hang on a minute. <laughs> Gabe, very shallow. <laughs> very shallow. So we, we missed one of our sessions because Gabe, Gabe was surfing and he got pitched over the falls. He ended up hitting the floor. He ended up cutting the side of his face. So me, me and Gabe actually spent three hours down at, down at Casualty while he got his head glued glued back together again uh, and, and we missed our evening session and to be honest with you I'm quite glad that we missed it because, because yeah, it was just, I, was, I was getting pulverised by this wave a lot of people when they go to the barrel there's some anxiety and, and they almost move their bodies too much and subsequently the board starts moving too much and then it's, it's really really difficult to pick your line so the barrel setting does give you a chip in like it's an easy take off yeah. it's important yeah, to off. kind of set your line, look where you want to go, hold your coffee cup there, make sure your knees are pointing there, and then just, you can almost push a shopping trolley through the barrel. You make it sound easy. It's it is, so, so watch this guy. So, so he's, look at his chin, it's level, he's looking at the line, his knees are pointing at the line, and he's holding his coffee cup, and he's trying to get his ear as close to that wave face as possible. Yep. That is one of the biggest keys. So if you have a look at there, nice little line, little coffee cup hand, and if he was a little bit deeper, he would have got barreled. So over there, he starts moving a little bit too much. Crack, gone. Corbin. Right. Corbin. So he's stalling. A little bit of a layback. I think he kind of missed that. 
Um, so who this is? Okay, so this is what I mean by potentially moving too much and not getting your line right. So if we have a look at this, so the guy comes in, does a little bit of a bottom turn. Look at the, how the board's moving. Board, see the board there? The board's moving. Do, see this little wiggle here? Watch. This wee, 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 all of that. And the board whoops you off. So in the barrel, because the wave's moving at a certain speed, you almost want to learn how to flow with it. Mm. If you go into there moving too much, that barrel just it sucks and it throws really, really quick. And you might get caught off guard. So it sounds crazy, but you want to do as little as possible going into that barrel. Jezza. Yeah, Jeremy from Ombi. Jeremy was was just, he was on the hunt for barrels the, the entire weekend. Yeah, he nailed it towards the end. It was, it was awesome. At the end of it, he was... With the, so I think we finished on a on a on a, on a left session. Every single one in and out, in and out, oh, in the, and out. He has an old man. He has, he has me. The man doesn't bend his knees properly. So let me just look at how little I move. Okay, watch how little I actually do on this thing. I take off. I don't know if you make this one, by the way. I don't know what video this is. This oh, is I don't mind. I'm I just, just I just grabbed one. I nothing even happens. I don't bend my legs. That's all. <laughs> Corinne saying, more, more Jeremy surfing for us goofy footers. <laughs> yeah. So the, the point being is that kind of like the more coordinated you are and the less you do in those barrels, the, the, the more sensory feedback you're going to get from your board and from the wave, and then you can start making little adjustments. Yeah. So this was... Um, oh, so we got advanced. This is... Just so, you, so you can, just so that you can compare it. This is the... I'm, I'm just, just going to play it. It was Andy surfing Clay's board. So the advanced left, as you can see, first half, very turny. This is... Uh, Me. So Clay actually ripped the fin out of that. So we had quite a few um, board injuries uh, throughout the weekend. We had the th three boards out with, with, with snap noses. Shane completely snapped his nose, completely off board. Board's gone. Clay ripped his fin off of that board. Gabe. Yeah. There's, there's Gabe there. I think we've actually... Be lazy on the um, so, that. so, one thing that I, that I just want to quickly bring up is, so we went down there, and, and I had the right-hand side, I loved it. Not so much the left. <laughs> surfing on my backhand. To be honest with you, I got a little bit frustrated surfing the left. And so it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like a yin and yang almost, the wave pool for me. Where one side I was, I felt like I was doing really well, and the other side I felt like I was doing really okay, but, badly. But hang on, how often do you get to go left on the Gold Coast? Not very often. But what I want to kind of bring up here is, is that except that now that we've come back and I've I've looked at the footage and stuff, and I've now reflected, I'm like, there's so much that I can learn from that. So that frustration that I was that I was feeling when I was in the pool, because um, I know that some of the Ombi crew as well were feeling really frustrated. They were they were expecting this, but they got this. I was exactly the same with the left. I was expecting to, to tear it apart. I was, I was, I'd seen videos of people getting barreled and standing there for ages, and that just never, that never actually happened for me. And that frustration, you've got to be really careful that it doesn't ruin the experience because it was the best weekend that, that I've had in such a long time, just hanging out with a bunch of really cool people. And 
It, look, in saying that, the, the vibe in the water is so fun. Yeah. Like, everybody's friendly. Everybody's getting waves. Everybody's waiting turns. Oh, here, here's your... So here's, so here's a few of my struggles. And I, and, I, and I put them in there just to sort of show that... And he has all the army crew on the shoulder going like, yeah, go ahead. So I don't know what this one here is. So this was it. So with the barrels, I was either finding that... Oof. <laughs> Oh, that was epic. Oh, hang on a second. Where else are we going here? Yeah, so. So with the, I don't know if you can see uh, on my arm, that was from this wave. So with the with the barrels, so if you're going to the pool, if you're an intermediate and you're going to the pool and you're thinking you're going to get barreled, I was either too far ahead or I would stall too much and then just get sucked over the falls like I did here. So that was me trying to go in, get boom, sucked over the falls. Then... On the next one, I think this is the one where I try to get into it, but I end up just staying ahead the entire time. Couldn't actually get into the thing. And I was getting really frustrated at this point because all I wanted to do was get barreled. Um, it didn't happen. And then the takeoff. My takeoff on the right-hand side was amazing. Here, it was just all over the place. Now, the board that I'm riding there, that was actually when I was riding the the, the twin fin, which I actually found ah, it went, yeah. went too fast um, in the end. But... Let's um, let's go through a few. There's a few questions that have come in. Do you want yeah. to just have a? Are we we're like well on like gone over time here. So we're gonna go through a few of the, the, these questions so quickly. How quick can change the wave settings? Um, basically. Uh, hang on a second. Let me bring the bring, bring the question up. How quick can they change the settings for the wave? It's an hour long session, and I think halfway they change the waves. You said it was about 27 minutes. They change it. Yeah. So they just like crank the power up slightly, or obviously go from the turns to barrels. Uh, so I think that I think that, that they can change it in an instant, but it obviously each session is set up. So it was on the Saturday morning. It was expert, then from expert it went to advanced, and then from advanced I think it went to like intermediate. So each hour they they completely change the settings. Do, do you know what I was surprised about? I caught three waves, and I, I was paddling past, paddling back past. Um, I think Nick who was shooting on the side, and I looked at my watch, and seven minutes had passed. That, that, that's 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 the crazy thing. The, the, the turnaround on waves is three so waves high. Three waves in, in seven, seven minutes. minutes. Like, so that's, that's bonkers. That's six waves in 14 minutes. That, that is a lot of waves. So um, you've got to kind of pace yourself. Don't over paddle. Um, take your time. You're going to get waves. Yeah. 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 And it's, 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 it's very polite. Everyone's just... Everyone's <laughs> nice. hooting. Everyone's, Everyone's nicely in the line or waiting. And what's, and what's really nice as well is you get all these different demographics of people. So you, 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 you're sat in the water with, with somebody who, who might work in the, in the trades and then you've got somebody else who might be a solicitor, you've got somebody else who might be an engineer. You've got all these different people all, all together and everyone's just having fun together, which is awesome. So uh, this one here. How can you break the cycle of being in flight mode to progress? Nose to the beach. Nose to the beach. So this is this is one of the things that I've really been working on because I was in flight mode, surfing mid-face, just going out onto the shoulder. And for me, it well, was... Well, actually, Ant, you um, coached one of the ladies in the water. I did, which we'll do a separate video on. Okay. So you noticed that she was in flight mode. Yeah. Okay. What were some of the, the signs? Not, not looking back to the phone. Stand up and just and just ball. racing mid face tension and, yeah and tension like let's so go, let's what, go. what was she saying like she's like oh I can't get my arms to relax mm. she's actually trying to shake them out yeah right so we told her to touch her face 
we, we, yeah, and we told her to, to look at us on the wall. So we were stood on the wall and we told her to look back at us, first of all. And then you disappeared and you said, you carry on coaching her. So we were getting her to look at us, which then made her, as she, went, as she took off, she would then start to come back towards the phone. And then after you left, I then said to her, well, look, don't look at me anymore. Now actually look back at the phone. So open up your shoulder and actually look back at the phone. And I've, I've broken the, the video deck, so I, I filmed the whole thing. And you can see the difference of when she went, took off and went straight down the face and went mid-face versus taking off and then coming back and kind of going down to the bottom and then taking off and then looking to all the way back to the phone and then holding it till the board touched the phone and then got pushed, pushed along. Okay, so if, if we broke her cycle there, okay, what do you think was the underlying like fix? What do you need to do? Well, uh, it's a simple, one simple thing. Just focus on doing one simple thing. And it, it, it's almost like you need to look where you, where you yeah. really want to go. Yeah. Because often you're going to focus on your fear. If you're worried about the wave running off, you're going to look at it. If you're worried about nose diving, you're going to look at it. Yeah. And, and if you're worried about the fear, that fear is going to become a reality. Yeah. So how can you break the cycle of being in flight mode uh, to progress? I would say identify what it is that you want to do and then just focus on that one thing. So for me, it's been nose to the beach. Just focus on getting that, that nose to the beach and going down rather than shooting off to the shoulder. And that's all I've been focused on, like nothing else. I'm not worried about whether I do turns. If that happens, then, then great. So that's a really good point there. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's, someone's got some, some cool kind of social media things that you can't tell who they are. My yeah. experience as a new surfer is that nobody really knows what works. I still hear so many coaches saying, stomp the back foot to turn. Don't blame it on the students, blame it on the coaches. We were talking about this earlier on. Yes, um, so that is interesting. So basically, if, if you ride a skateboard down a hill, um, in other words, if you had speed on a skateboard, would you stomp the back of the skateboard to turn it? No, because you go, whoa, hey, and fall off and Correct. smash your head And if it. you ride a bicycle down a hill, you would probably wouldn't want to wheelie to turn it. So um, the faster you go on a skateboard, if you lent, the board would turn. And likewise with surfing, if you got speed, there's a certain way to turn it, and if you have got no speed, you're going to want to twist it to turn it. Yeah. So turning is turning, whether you're riding a bicycle, skateboard, surfboard, um, or even driving a car. It's the hand-eye coordination. Um, so there are a lot of coaches who, yeah, are not great. Same as you might have some bad doctors and great doctors. Yeah. You're going to have to find the good ones. So that, that, I think, is what's really nice about um, the Ombi Insiders and Surf Hacks is, yeah. is we're trying to educate like, the good and the bad and just share our knowledge with you guys. And if it makes sense, it's, it's probably right. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, this, this community that, that, that we've built uh, around Ombi, the proof's in the pudding. If, if you look at all the people that are posting up stuff where they've taken a simple concept, like the Oreo biscuit, like the coffee cup, any of those, any of those, those Omni methods, you can see that they are working for people. And I think that there is, there is a lot of information out there. You know what? We're just watching Pipe Masters. Yeah. And I was going, oh, check John John's coffee cup. Yeah. Look at the knee kiss. Look at this. Look at that. And he's doing all of it. Yeah. So like, this, this community is great because... What you're, what, what you're learning is stuff that has been tried and tested and it has been proven that it works and it works really fast as well. And 
by sharing the knowledge within this community and, and everyone within this community helping each other out and using these simple methods to improve your surfing, we're, we're hoping to basically, if you're part of this community, we just want to help you surf better, whether that's you're beginner now and you want to become intermediate, whether you're intermediate and you want to become advanced, simple methods to help you to help, help you get there. And that's, this community I feel is, is really doing that and, and the people within this community, from every, everything that, that we're seeing, everybody's really supportive of each other and just from the experience that we had down at the wave pool over the weekend and just meeting some of the people that are within the community whether they're insiders or people that are just just part of the, just the, seeing the, everyone's the surf was so good. it's just it's just so so cool to be able to hang out with such a cool bunch of people okay so nil ari has a question um do you think you could answer it and just wondering if you take off too close to the wall with a longer board uh won't you just nosedive Thus, need to point the board sideways a bit to reduce the need to critical bottom turn. So, with the board, there, there was this, there was a steeper takeoff. Okay, so, so first of all, let's think about. Okay, we got on the ocean line yeah. body and equipment, right? So, he's going. I want to surf critical, but I'm taking off on a longer board. Yeah. Okay, so there's an alarm bell going off over here. Yeah, because you've got to make it fit first of all. Correct. So, if your board's not going to fit you're not going to surf critical. Okay, so if you want to surf critical, you need to ride a board that's going to fit. So um, if you're a longboarder, longboard, it's almost like you're dancing on the water. You're like a classic longboarding is more like walking the board, but more stylish, like a long cut back. Yeah. It's designed to surf the shoulder and it's more flatter surfing, not really rail surfing. Um, so if you want to surf more the pocket of the wave, you need something that's a bit more rocker, more, more pulled in yeah. nose, that type of thing. So um, I, I guess what I'm saying is that to do advanced surfing and to surf the pocket, you need to have the right equipment. If you try to force it, and it, it, it won't work. Um, it's like trying to make a square fit into a circle. Yeah. 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 So hopefully that answers your your question, yet. Neil. Let's uh, this question. Just you can you can answer this one quickly. Okay. So um, how tall and how heavy heavy am I? So I am five foot ten and I weigh seventy two kilograms. There you go. Oh, Shayla, do you have any Claytonisms? I like this one. Do you have any Claytonisms for, for to, to stay in the pocket? Have we got a Claytonism for staying in well, the pocket? Well, what do I always say to you when? Yeah, shoot the phone. Shoot the phone. So stay in the pocket. Do I, I never say that, do I? It doesn't sound like something I'd say. Or pass a rugby ball. You've, you've, you've used a number of different ones for that whole idea of looking back at the phone. I, I normally ask you, like, where you're running to. <laughs> and you then ask me, you go, ask me that quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, so like, where are you running to? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Well, then don't run. Just stay in the pocket. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, or what are you running from? And then I said, did you see the foam? And you're like, no. You said slow down to me a lot. And, uh, and slow down for me works for, for, for staying in the pocket. The amount of times that I've gone to take off and you've just gone, and slow down, slow down, slow down. Okay. So some people might find it like it doesn't click for them to slow down because they're in flight mode. But if you say calm down, you might start moving a little bit less. Yeah. And I need you to know that where is the foam behind me? Where's the bottom of the wave? Where's the top of the wave? And that if that's not within your strike range, you're not in the right part of the wave. 
It's uh, one, one, more, one more question here, and then we're going to have to wrap things yeah. up. Would you say cruiser and cruiser turns are best for long boards and inter an intermediate better on mid to short boards? So keen to go. Would you say cruiser and cruiser turns is best for long boards? Yes. And intermediate better on a mid to short board? Yes. You can ride a longboard in everything out there, provided that you know how to longboard. And likewise, you can ride a shortboard in everything, provided that you know how to shortboard. Oh, I forgot the picture of Raz. Um, He's got a pretty big board inside that barrel. So he was there for an advanced. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, I don't know how you're going to get that on there. I might see if I can quickly transfer it across to my iPad while you talk. Okay. So the... The lines that you take are determined by the boards that you ride. And as you get more proficient on those boards, you can make the space to get the turns in. It's like if you drove a bus, it's got a, it's got a slightly more drawn out turning circle than a car. Yeah. But you get used to taking those lines and, and you get to figure out where it fits and where it doesn't fit. So if you're learning, um, yeah, you might not pull it off all the time. You might fall off a bit more. But... It's all about figuring out the turning circles. Yeah. So you may have heard us mention a guy called Raz in the past. Raz is an absolute legend of a bloke. Uh, I'm, I'm smiling because he, he came around the other day. So he was on our 30-day challenge that we did uh, about a year ago. And he then went off. Uh, so he did the 30-day challenge, went off then and, and then surfed in Fiji. And he came and saw us the other day and... He's got a photo of him surfing the wave pool. Now, Raz is huge. I, I, I'm like reaching up to try and sort of give him a, give, give, give him a hug when I, when I saw him. Raz is six foot six. And so this is a big guy. He rides, he's, he's riding a longboard inside the pool. So let me just show you a picture of him inside the barrel there. So it's a big board. So it, it does fit. Raz is, has got, we've done an interview with this guy. So this is somebody who went from, very, you, you, you said sort of two out of ten. In the interview, you said he was, he was a, two out of ten. He was, I would class, class him as a beginner, like a two out of ten. Two out of ten to surfing cloud break and getting absolutely pitted at cloud break. Like, it's phenomenal. Well, you went out of the wave pool and getting pitted. Look at that. Yeah. It's epic. So that is Raz. Uh, keep an eye out for that interview because that, that, that will be coming out soon. Uh, let me just have a quick look. There's a couple more questions that have come in. Um, Episode on the bottom turn would be good. So we we actually did a whole month on bottom turns for our insiders uh, community. We might um, there is there's a wave which I want to break down, which we're probably going to put out publicly, uh, which will be me versus Clay, and so that will show you the bottom turn and the top turn and the differences between me doing it and Clay doing it. Yep. And let's have a quick look. Good morning, yeah, inside. Right. Razmataz, exactly. Yeah. Look, look how calm his, his coffee cup hand is. Yeah. Yeah. So the big thing with Raz, um, no tension, and yeah. just enjoying being in the moment. And I think that that's the biggest takeaway from the pool is yeah, yeah. is when I didn't have a high expectation and I actually enjoyed what I was doing. Yeah. Like being in the moment, trying to ride some barrels or yeah. trying to just relax and do some turns. I had a blast. Yeah. So. I know that, that, that there's some people out there that are a bit sort of anti-wave pool because it's not the ocean. The wave pool is such a good training tool. If there's something that, that you want to practice and you want to do it over and over and over again, it's like, I love the wave pool. It was so, so, so much fun. Don't get me wrong, I love surfing in the ocean as well. But just being able to have waves on tap. Okay. Why don't you like surfing snapper? 
I mean, the wave is phenomenal, but what's the downside to it? Well, I never go away. There's too many people. Okay. I mean, even, even if you do, you get dropped in on. What's the vibe like out there? Oh, it's horrible energy. Okay, how's like the energy, energy at, oh. at Urban Surf? Oh, everyone's just stoked. Everyone's, everyone's smiling. Everyone's pumped. So everyone's friends. Like everyone's walking around with smiles on their faces. It feels like home. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. Loved it. Yeah, it's really cool. So, I mean, this we've gone for an hour and a half tonight. We will... We will do some more stuff on the wave pool. We're going to break down some of the waves, uh, or, or, or actually some of the some of the manoeuvres side by side with me versus Clay. So, so, so all yeah. that content is going to be coming so, out. I, I'm coming kind of on my high horse now about getting people from surfing beginners who surf flat, yep. intermediates who surf the middle, and getting them to be surfing and taking advanced lines. Yeah, like that's my mission for everyone over here. So mm. I think we're going to break down a wave and um, kind of show the step by step process on, on how to do it. Almost like what the journey is going to be like, um, what the struggles are around it all, and maybe how we fix it. Yeah. So one of the other things that we're going to to do over the coming months, we're, so we're currently in the process of creating a, a new program for, for beginner surfers. So it's called the Surf Start Program. Once we've got that out of the way, we are probably then going to start jumping back and doing a lot more YouTube stuff. And I think now is a really good time to, to document my, my journey. So we're, we're going to try and take some of the real struggles that I'm having and we're going to show Clay coaching me through those, how we use the bowl uh, to help fix some of these things, some of the land-based drills that, 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 that we do. Because there are so many things that I'm struggling with and I know that all of you guys that are watching are going to be struggling with them too. So I'm hoping that if I share my journey with you guys and show you Clay, the, the process that Clay takes me through to, to overcome those things. I wonder if I spend, say, um, so Simon, I might throw you in the deep end over here, but um, I'd love to see a before and after. If you show us how you currently do turns, and if Simon Ashford came up and coached with me for, say, two days on the skateboard, if he went back to the wave pool and then filmed himself doing the turns again, how much improvement there would be? Okay, so Simon, you've just been uh, kind of nominated there by Clay. Yeah. So, so if you are interested, then get in touch with... with you, you know how to get in touch with us. But get in touch with us. And if you want to come up and get Clay to coach you through that on the bowl, then uh, I'll come out and I'll film it. <laughs> I, I just want to show them how, like, how the stuff... The, you can train outside of the water for surfing, and it really, really does work. Yeah, excellent. Well, well guys, look, we're 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 we're, we're going to wrap things up here. Um, Simon's if, in. You. Simon's in. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, Simon, just just get in touch with us. The if you haven't downloaded it already, uh, then head over to Ombi.co. There is a a free PDF with some free videos there. Make sure that you dive into that content there as well. It's got Clay's encyclopedia of surfing. It's absolutely amazing. We'll be back live again. Uh, well. At the present moment time, we've got so much stuff here. We're, we're probably going to jump on randomly. We're going to make little random videos. So just really keep your eyes peeled on the content as it's coming out because we've got some really... This wave port, we've got so much footage. We've got some really cool stuff coming out. We've just got to just try and decipher our way through it. But guys, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we will see you in the next live. Insiders, if you're watching, just keep an eye out. I'll, I'll let you know when the next Zoom live is. Uh, and also what the topic is going to be for this month. But guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, that is it from us. We are tuning out. See you all in the next video. Cheerio.